Hey, hey, everyone, this is Dan of the GM, bringing you episode 138 of What the Dice. Now, if you are super into podcasts, you may have noticed we had a little Easter egg for two of our friends. We're going to have another one today. So I do want to th reach out and thank Cosmopunk, No Quest for the Wicked, and Dude, Where's My Drift for allowing me to do that Easter egg. Not going to spoil it, not going to tell you, but you'll figure it out. Y'all are some super smart cookies. I wonder what flavor you guys are. I don't know. How about you guys hop on over to the Discord and tell me what flavor cookie are you? And if you're not on Discord, you can find us at Twitter. At WhatTheDicePod on Twitter. And of course, if you head on over to WhatTheDice.Weebly.com. W-E-E. B-L-Y is how you spell Weebly. And you can join us on our Discord and hang out and do all sorts of cool stuff with us. That's all I got. I'm going to shut up and let you guys get on with this week's episode. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of What the Dice. It's late morning when we finally arise from our bed. We make our way down to the tavern and sit down and order breakfast. It's late breakfast, so our pickings are rather sparse. Bread, piece of meat, some water, nothing fancy, nothing that we're not used to. As we eat slowly, we listen to the world around us, the busy market, and something catches our ear. Hey, Erickson, did you hear? Lord Sylvan pulled back his men last night. Something strange happened. Yeah, yeah. I heard King Sylvan pulled back his men. Why'd he send them here? It's a godforsaken fishing village. There's nothing out here but fish, seaweed, and a tiny dock. Mm, I, I think he's after the strange man, the old man, the storyteller. Always... Rambling on about something or other. As we finish our breakfast, we make our way out and down the coastline. It's rather sunny for a late winter day. Most of the snow and ice has melted. Getting to the storyteller's campsite, we see a familiar cloak stabbed on a pike just outside his campsite. Well, 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 me friends. Welcome, welcome. It seems as if I was right. The army is gone. And it seems as if Lord, King, Noble, whatever rank he chooses to call himself, but Sylvan has decided to retract his invitation. Well, speaking of invitations, seems as if the adventurers are getting one of their own. In the signs of a bloody arm pointing them down a hallway and traps and bounties and all manner of destructive means. Seems as if the psycho has decided he's trying to play a little bit of cat and mouse. Well, I wonder who really is the mouse in this game. Could it be the adventurers? 
the fibulas is short, but they have the cunningness between them. I wonder if Psycho's plan will backfire, sending him to this trap that he has so elegantly placed. Well, sit, relax, let us continue our tale. In the last episode, Psycho has been playing cat and mouse with you all, or should we call it cat and birdie with y'all, as he is making you go down this hallway filled with traps and posters and all sorts of things to either boast and or mess with you guys. As you have finally turned the corner and you've reached into a opened out hallway, you have found out he can at least remotely trigger one of his traps. After that, Kalila climbed up under the roof, climbed onto a camera, yanked and twisted and pulled and ripped a camera out of the sky. Well, out of the roof. Giving it to Defibulous for spare parts. Yay. Out of frustration we and hate for being called Birdie. We come back and you guys are in a mildly destroyed area. There is the constant hiss and static of all the speakers around you. And we come back with what do you guys want to do? Well, I'm pretty sure Kalila's going to be looking around going, I think we made it to the other side of the junk pile, pointing to all of the rubble that goes to the ceiling. Defibrillus will examine the ceiling, the ceiling to under, see if he can figure out what broke the ceiling. A perception check. My first! Sorry. 27. With a 27, you look and you poke around and you see that some of this has probably been dragged from vehicles because you see things that have like wheels and strange tanks on them. It looks like people had moved junk in here to make it to where you, you have pinch points and you have, you force people to go in directions that you want to go. As you're poking around, you see something that looks relatively familiar. It's a foot with this strange treading that has been heavily damaged, and it is just sparking lightly. Another uh, Yes, that's a... Oh. Um, I'm guessing that's part of uh, that one person we've been kind of finding all over the place. No, I think that's one of those um, scout foots with the blady things wasn't that the, can go up the wall. Wasn't the person that was dismembered whose arm was pointing us in this direction a scout? No, it was a harvester. One of the smaller ones the big guys protect. Oh. Kalila will investigate to see if her suspicion is right. If it's one of the, like, well, I'll call it roller blades for lack of a better term. Yes, uh, after looking at it where the fibulous is at, it is definitely one of those track blades. Uh, the problem is it's heavily damaged and it looks like it looks like whatever hit it did massive amounts of damage. It, it's got burn marks and scald marks across it. Well, I will uh, look at the fibulous going, do you even think it's salvageable? I don't know, but I'm willing to take a look and poke it. It's sparking, so all you. Uh, knowledge profession engineering, sir. Go ahead and roll it. No, I'm, I'm asking which one. 
Oh, knowledge. 32. With a 32, you look and poke and prod at it, and it has a couple of salvageable pieces in it, but nothing that tells you how these things are moving up and down the walls with ease. But you can see that it is independently motored, has its own power system, which is heavily damaged, and inside you find the remnants of what looks like a skeleton bone skeletons except they are metal and has a strange white pooling of fluid inside of it uh, well comes with uh its own pile of he'll see if he can dump the goo out of it Lila's nose is just gonna curl by the way have you ever poured out like Elmer's glue? Yes. Like straight out of the bottle, like that, and it's that thick and it, it has a a scent to it. It is sickly sweet, but thick and also has this weird decay smell to it. I don't know if I really want to put that in the bag. Yeah, I'd say no. <laughs> Kalila's uh, gonna look around and make sure there's no other freaking cameras spying on them in this room. Perception. And uh, Defibulous, you can unmount the motor on it. It looks like it's being held on by just a handful of screws that are rusting out. Oh, okay. So you, could, you could literally roll a strength check as long as you don't roll a one. You could pull that tiny engine off. <laughs> I rolled a two. All right, you were <laughs> able to get it. 37. With a 37, something catches your eye and you hear this like little pieces of metal on little pe on metal as something scurries into the trash pile that's in the middle of the room. Cat pounce. Uh, it is small and you see it crawl into something, but you see a reflective something looking back up at you. Is it a camera? It's a camera that's on legs. Can she grab it? No, it is too far back and too small to reach. Going to find something heavy and block it in. Okay, you were able to just move some pieces around to block it in. Yeah, but something that obviously, by her best guesstimations, would not be able to, like, ram it and knock it over. Yeah, this thing looks like it is the size of a... a large, small spider. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's the size of a tarantula. Yep. Oh, we have a spy. Um, Faye is interested in the shotguns that were shut off, set off. Uh, she suspects that he was able to either manually or remotely trigger the trap that she disabled and wants to know if that's true. Uh, they exploded after they went off. Okay, so there's no information to be gleaned there. Correct. She kicks it. All right, so you kick a solid steel wall. You know, the frustrated... Argh! As you guys are standing in this room and you're poking around, you are starting to notice as your eyes are adapting to this flickering light that there was a battle that waged here. You see bullet holes riddling the walls and into random pieces of the junk pile. You identify where like the scout had gunned up the wall and you see where the Enforcer had slammed his shield down because there is just heavy scarring on everything. And then you just see that more of that 
strange white goo, which has dried up to almost a solid. And then you also see blood. And the blood leads into the hallway to the northeast. But one of the things Defibulus can tell is there are these strange cylindrical disc-shaped ammo drums and you pick them up and you can kind of see that it's designed to hold bullets and then you start to look around and you find thousands of shells laying about and they are bright and brass colored Defibrious will pick up the drum keep the drum in one hand start picking up several of the spent cartridges and look at them they are as long as your finger and probably just as thick they are painted in this like brass and black like it's kind of got a speckling to it and you are able to kind of judge that the bullets definitely came from this uh, disc like drum you start to kind of eyeball count and you're seeing you know probably about thousand or more bullets and you start to like you know put the bullet shells inside the the disc drum that you're carrying and you realize that this disc drum holds about 600 shells didn't Emma tell us about that uh, weapon of his yeah she did she said it's fired something ridiculously fast I'm suspecting this is the ammo the ammo holding drum thingy that it uses and I'm going to keep this in a handful of these empty bullets Kalila will help him shuffle a lot of empty ones into the bag of holding I mean if she can help him gather a hundred it's better than 20 but mm -hmm. not going to spend more than like a minute doing that I kind of picture you two going around ooh a piece of candy ooh a piece of candy yeah, by, by the, like, pawfuls, definitely. But it's been a... It looks like what she was saying about him spraying bullets everywhere seems uh, kind of accurate with the number of casings and empty magazines, I guess. Well, you find two empty magazines. Um, he may have reclaimed ones, but there's definitely a lot of shells around. I mean, the rate of fire on that weapon, if he spewed this many cartridges everywhere, is impressive. Very. I want one. I'm not surprised. We'll see if we can reclaim his gun for you. But I might be able to recreate some of these bullets later if I sit down and judge the, the powder, how much powder per, per bullet and then decide what the head is made out of. I might be able to replicate it or blow myself up. Yeah, that's why I helped you gather a lot of them for, for science. And by proxy, probably you guys. Thanks. I was figuring you would do that without us in the room, but all right. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, remind me to go shopping that day. <laughs> <laughs> Silly you, I won't warn you. It's good to know. Kalila's going to cautiously... Not, I mean, yeah, keeping an eye out for tracks, but she's looking for cameras in the beginning of this uh, one hallway to the west. That is the clear and only path that they can continue on. Yep. You're finding a couple cameras that look like they were already damaged. Uh, they are sparking, and like if they try to move, they just kind of drop and fall to the ground and shatter. This hallway 
looks like there's been more damage. Maybe this is one of those areas where Emma was fighting. Do you need to recast your spell, Faye? Or Defibulous before check for traps before I stick my head around this corner? Well, I wasn't casting any magic. Well, you're good at just seeing them. I'm more of a forest trapper. But I know Faye was using a spell. I can um, light the hallway for you if you want. She'd nod. Okay, I am out of that level spell today, so I cannot cast it again. Alright, fair enough. Then it is on Defibulous. We'll cast Dancing Lights. Ooh, fancy. I will create up to four little lights that look like lanterns and or, and or torches. They will, I guess, hover around us. Why do I feel like Defibuluses would look like those train lanterns? Not like those traditional lanterns. They would look like more of those, like... Old gaslit ones? Yes. Yes. Probably because yes. Yeah, because yes. Flavor for the win. There I you mean, go. it is magic. It should be. Kalila will stay on guard and camera duty then if you guys return to you helping Defibulus with traps. Okay. I can slap a guidance spell on him. Walk up and slap him. 36 on my roll. Wee, not 20. So, hold on, mathing. Makes it an even 40. Okay. And Defibulous, go ahead and add a plus 4 to whatever you rolled since you're. it seems like you're taking point. Uh, that'll make it a 40 then total. Okay. As you come into that hallway, you stop. As you see, not a trip wire, but as you walk, you kick up just enough dust to where you see this strange beam of light across the floor. Just at trip wire height. Mm, hold up, guys. Uh, there's, it's not a wire. There is light going across the floor at trip level. Trip wire height, guys. Kalila's gonna use the little beam of light that's on her bow to see if it's the same kind without, like, you know, directly interfering with the, the thing. So you lay your bow on the ground and you activate the beam and you kick up a little dust and it looks fairly similar. Yours is a little bit brighter than his, but the one that you see, but yes, they are very reminiscent of each other. Alright. What do we do with it? Mm, Defibulous will see if he can figure out where, what the beam is linking itself to to cause a trap. Alright. Perception check. 29. With a 29, you're, you get down on, like, hands and knees, and you get as close to it with as you can, and you just lightly breathe to kick up dust. And you can see that the beam of light is stretching from a small little black, what looks like iris, from one side, and then it's coming from the other side, matching the same kind of iris. So it looks like it acts like a tripwire without being a physical wire. Any idea what it's connected to? It goes into the wall. You would have to get into the wall. Are there any panels that look like they could be pried off with a crowbar? I will need another perception check. Well, Kalila's natural instinct in seeing this is like, it's next to the ground. We can easily just step over it. Um, so she's actually like, hmm. And is going to pick up some of like the duster sand and blow it at higher levels to make sure that there's none because that's like so easy to step over see if there's any other ones at like I don't know torso or head height 
Right? This looks like a decoy. And 35, by the way. With a 35, I'm going to give me one sec to do this. Kalila, as you blow the dust from your hand, you see that there's another one at what would be hip level, then at chest level, and then at head level. Uh, Defibulous, there's like four more. Neat! Defibulous, as you catch that attention, you follow what you would assume to be the beam of light, and you find what looks like a loose panel. The only problem is that loose panel looks like it actually goes over where the eyes are. So if you don't pull it out just right, you'll end up tripping one of the lights. Brass bolts. What's wrong? Well, I found a loose panel that I could pry off. All right. The problem is it's a panel that may block one of the beams if it it doesn't get removed right. Which would set off whatever this is. Well, why don't we just set it off and duck behind the wall? I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's a bad idea. I mean, I'm all for I'm all for it just to see what it does. But also, I'd like to recover anything because it's something to play with. Right. Or we could chuck something. I mean, I'm assuming it's like a tripwire, right? It gets twanged or moved. Mm. I have an idea. All right. If it was like, let's um, everyone clear the hallway area. Like, so it, whatever happens in the hallway blows outward. We're not standing in the middle of it. All right, Kalila will do so. Fair. Defibulous will position himself to where he could aim at one of the irises with his gun. Mm-hmm. And shoot one of the irises. Roll to hit. 46 to hit. You don't hit the iris point that you're aiming at, but you do hit the wall enough to where a piece of metal flicks off and trips through one of the beams of light. There's a short alarm sound. And then a panel slowly lowers from the ceiling. And then there's a spark. And then there is what could only be described as four miniature suns that just light up that hallway. Defibulous, when you fired, did you step back after you pulled the trigger? Yeah, or or would have at least been from a position of cover, yes. The room is lit up as if you were outside on a sunny day, and then there's the ear drum busting, and then there is just silence. You give it a minute, and the light slowly fades away, and you hear the sounds of something going up. As you look back, it looks like there are some kind of strange black discs that had been exposed right where the beams were and you just see wall shrapnel and you see circuits that are burned out and strange pieces of equipment that are just destroyed that seemed like overkill that was really cool no kill like overkill Jeez. is it just me or are these traps getting worse and worse as we go down this hallway or at least more aggressive? I have a theory. What's your theory? Well, obviously something really big and nasty happened in the big open busted area behind us. Yeah, that would take down one of the big guys, it looks like. So, I'm wondering if some of these traps, yeah, he might be setting some new ones, but I'm wondering if some of these are traps that were designed to stop bigger things than us. 
well, most things are bigger than me, but you get what I meant. Like the big dudes. Yeah, those things. Or, well, she's a, was she an orc or a troll? She was an orc. Orc, okay. Or, like, Emma being an orc? Orc, one of the big, big angry metal guys. I mean, that would take down a troll. Hmm. I kind of wonder how that would affect a troll, too. Hmm. Uh, probably would at least have a very bad day. <laughs> Only a bad day? I said very bad. Probably a bad headache, too. Yeah, I was thinking it would be a little bit worse than a bad headache. I mean, minimum bad headache. That was. Defibius will pick up a handful of dust and dirt and throw it towards the where the other ones were to make sure they're disabled. Yes, they are fully disabled. It looks like that was designed that if you trip one, they would all go off. And it's only set for... It's not going to reload and do again. No, it can't. The walls are kind of blown out. Okay, cool. That was a really neat trap, though. And then Kalal is going to stick her head around the corner and check for cameras to shoot. Nope, but right in the hallway, there is a door that has been blasted shut. There's burned and skull marks. And in fresh blood, it says... If you can see this little birdie, it seems as if one of my enforcer traps have failed. It's nice to see Prey be smarter. She's just going to cat growl. <laughs> and is that on the door that's like right next to her or the one that's like halfway down the hallway? Right in front of you. She's just going to like mess up the writing so nobody just angrily like smear it with some claws. Okay. Your paws are now covered in blood. Congratulations. Yeah, she'll wash it with her water skin. And then she's just going to look to Defibulous and Faye. We're prey. No. It's that whole, like, now the hunter becomes the hunted. If he was the hunter, now I'm hunting him. And Kalila's just going to cautiously start heading down the hallway, hoping that those two would go in front of her to look for more traps. Yes, we'll go look for more traps. As you continue on north, there's uh, another hallway, which you've gotten to the point where you're starting to make the realization of in each hallway, he seems to set up traps. You stop. You need to give a perception check. Sorry, regular or trappy? Uh, trap. And you need the total, correct? Yes, please give me the total. Uh, so not 20, so a total of 38. Okay. 37. Sorry, math. So between the two of you, you begin to look, and you are starting to look for more than just your standard trap mechanisms. You're not looking for pressure plates or strings. You're now also looking for these strange beams of light. And as you look, you see a depressed plate with a bunch of little holes in it. Fibulous, you push your, a little bit of weight on it, and you hear what sounds like a drill as a bunch of little spikes come up, drill, and then slide back down. You do it again, and it does it again, and it's a very simple spike trap with more of a, a rotating spike. Mm, devious. It's a spike trap with drilly bits, which would make bigger rip rippy terry holes. Yeah, that would really hurt if you stepped on one. Now I'm angry. He's starting to damage my bare boots. He was going after the bear boots, Defibulous. Oh, he's gonna get it. My man's playing for keeps. Alright. Is this one we can hop over or avoid or disable? It is 20 by 20. You would have to disable it. 
It's just a so defibulous weighs just enough to trigger it to pop up a little but not set it off, right? Correct. What if we got guys? What if we got a giant piece of metal and just dropped it on top of it? I think it would have to be thicker than the drills. Mm. I can't imagine these drills are designed to like punch holes through metal because feet are so much easier. Well, but they might be designed to punch holes. Yeah, probably disable it. Just have Hugan make us a web to climb across. Or swing across. Like a vine. I don't think I've ever gone, gone spider swinging before. It wouldn't be that hard. And we can create three separate little ropes. They'd stay there, and if we need to go back across, we can have them stuck to the wall for quick grab and swing across access. We just monkey bar it. Yeah. I can also monkey have him make a monkey bar, or we can make a web against the wall and wall climb. Like, we don't have to disable this one. Wait, we, we could web bridge this one, yeah. Yeah. Whatever works, does. I'm down to do either go over it, around it, or disable it. Or you, I'm just tossing out options. If we can disable this one, if you feel it's better, but I'm just tossing out a, I have a spider with webbing abilities. Are webs flammable? Yes. So we could set it on fire on our way back in a hurry if we need to, to cut him off. You also have a rat that can chew through metal. You guys forget you have Mugen, who is a godspell creature. Yeah. I don't forget that I have him. I just didn't realize he could chew through metal. It makes sense in hindsight, but I did not put that. Or, yeah, or if you need, uh, Mugen can bite through some metal for you. Actually, I like the web idea because that lets us retreat and burn behind us. I kind of want to see the, the rat chew through the metal. That'd be... Actually, yeah, I want to see that because that could be really useful for future information. Just summon Mugen over and go, where do you want him to chew through it? Defibrous will study the trap real quick and point out the best places for him to chew. Because if whatever Defibulus is coming up with fails, they can just use the spider webbing idea. Knowledge engineering for uh, Defibulus, please. 27. With a 27, you begin to study how the plate depresses, and you're able to find a spot where you're most likely going to be able to get purchase. Mugen comes over and he begins to sniff around. And then he turns to face you guys. All of a sudden you hear what sounds like a drill spinning up. And his tail stabs into the metal and begins to core out a section of it. After a minute or two, he turns. And then he literally starts to crawl into the trap. I'm guessing he might be able to disable this. I've never... I didn't know he could do that. A couple minutes pass by, and all of a sudden you start to see sparks flying as Mugen crawls out, walks over, and starts to step on the plate. And it starts to depress, but nothing happens. He walks over, spits out a handful of brightly colored wires and then just kind of takes his place next to uh, Mugen. Delilah's going to love and dote upon her rat. Many, many scratches. As a reward, yes. Alright, Mr. Rat, I have a newfound respect for you besides being able to fire missiles at people. So why? It nods. Do you want to chew on a wire? Is that a reward for you? 
It looks like it has chewed on plenty of wire. There's like bits of plastic that are in his teeth and stuff like that. You will at least help remove the plastic stuck between his teeth. <laughs> and then let him finish chewing on it, but you know. See his finger combing whatever fur he's got. As you guys walk across this, you see another bounty. You see crew, Primarata, Gator the Vanilla, wanted for theft of auto assassination of themselves and breaking and entering king territory. Sam Lee the Slime, auto theft, identification fraud, leaving hazardous material in king research facilities. Brain Zero, a.k.a. Braino. Testing subject escapee. Unregistered documents of doctorates. And trying to rewrite physics without a permit. Treb, Mr. Roboto. Cybert without permit. Use of unregistered AI. Sember, the space cabbage. Wanted for cannibalism in the fifth degree. If bounty is claimed, bring head of each to king. High reward available. More bounty or bounty posters kind of idea? Yes. I wonder if these are things he's gone after or his jobs he was supposed to do. Or his friends. I didn't realize cannibal went up in degrees like that. Yeah, ranking system in cannibal is kind of uh, disturbing. And rewrite the laws of physics without a permit? I didn't know you could rewrite the laws of physics. Yeah, that's a little disturbing. I wasn't going to ask. Can I rewrite the laws of physics? No. Oh. You would just make everything explode. True. Okay, look, it is far easier to ask forgiveness than permission. Just saying. Clyla's going to smirk and go, I'll remember that one. Checking for cameras. There is a camera. This one's a little different. It's in the hallway just north of you, and it's in the center, and it is almost like a bubble camera. It's black-tinted, but you can see the lens, and it is moving. And there are little little spotlights, little lights that are shining down. There are multiple colors that are just slowly spinning. There's blues and greens and yellows and purples and magentas, all just spinning around like well we would know it as like a disco and the camera is on you and you can hear the crackled voice of the psycho ah birdie birdies you're getting further come come there's much we must do and so little time to do it in can I shoot it well... no no let's, let's hear him out let's get some information I have stocked up on all my favorite types of ammo Based on what I'm seeing, I think armor piercing with some nice stick and shock will do you some good. Well, I hope to see you soon, little birdies. Mm, we do not want to be hit by armor piercing rounds, guys. And whatever stick and shock does not sound pleasurable either. I do be- remember, I think one of the turrets I was playing with, with all the rats, had stick and shock ammo. I think it like hits them and then electrocutes the hell out of them. Yeah, I was going to guess shock equals electrocution. Electricity, lightning. Can I shoot it now? Yes. I'm... Yeah, go for it. Take out that ball. 
using standard arrow? This one's different. I'm gonna use a shark tooth one. Okay, roll to hit. And that's a hundred-ish feet away. 20, 40, probably closer to like 50. Under a hundred, got it. Yes. 32. With a 32, you hit right where the camera is and the arrow just bounces off this plastic. Well, that didn't work, Fibulous. Hmm, impressive. Will you shoot it? Yeah, sure. Apparently my arrows won't do anything to it. Defibulous will take aim at it and fire. Roll to hit. 36. 36, you hit it square on and the plastic spider webs, but doesn't shatter. The dome slowly rotates where there's less cracks and the camera is still focused in on you. Well, that was interesting. I'm sure there's a trap there, otherwise I would rip it out of the wall again. It's not very nice to break my toys, little birdies. We might have to cage you after all. Kalila's very much trying not to growl. I would shoot it with a wild shot, but you said no wild shot while underwater. Yeah, there's water literally like all around us right now. I know, just dating. Well, it cracked. Shoot it again. No, shoot it again. Rolled a hit. Oh, waste of a nat 20. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Not to Kalila, it's not. With a nat 20, the bullet pierces the plastic dome, which shatters and just rains down in small fragments. The bullet continues on, passing through and shattering into the lens and sending the camera itself plummeting to the ground where it shatters. The lights click and spark off as the camera is completely destroyed. He can do things, what'd you say it was, remotely. I don't want him being able to have eyes on us and do something as we approach. This hallway is different as you approach where the camera is. There are 20, 25 bounty posters, all with claimed, claimed with vengeance, all with pictures of him holding heads or fragments of hands on silver platter with this tall, statuesque elf with long, sharp, pointed ears and a white suit with black pinstriping with a large black ring on his hand. Studying the ring closer, you see that there is a definite rose symbol on it. And standing behind this tall, statuesque elf is a big red orc with, well, in the beginning stages what looks like armor like what Defibulus is wearing. And then different pictures show him with silver arms or pieces of body replaced by these strange metal forms. We all see this, right? Yes. She's gonna, you mentioned that something had a, a rose and she's gonna yank that one off the wall and look at it very closely. Faye's peering over her shoulder. You're looking down at this picture and you find a place of light where the light is a little bit more stable, where the dancing lights kind of hover around you. And it is a massive office 
you see a, a wooden, a massive wooden desk with a strange metal box sitting on the corner. Standing in front of it, you see this tall, statuesque elf with, like I said, long, sharp ears and a handful of piercings in them. His eyes are blue, a piercing blue. The suit is tailored to his form. You see a single rose in his lapel, a standard rose. His hands are cupped in front of him. And on one of his hands, you see a large ring with a black rose. And you can kind of make out what looks like a thorn that wraps around making the ring itself. You see a younger psycho, his eyes full of pride as he is holding a silver platter with what looks like a dwarf's head on it. To hit the psycho's left, there's a large hand with this massive orc that is this red hue. He is in this strange armor and he has got this dark and twisted smile and he is giving a thumbs up to the camera. There's a small caption on the bottom. First bounty claimed. Hey guys. Hmm. Not that I'm, you know, trying to jump the gun here, but Black Rose Thorn. That's exactly why I wanted to study this one. I mean, Bone God anyone? That's what I'm thinking. We'll keep this one. She folds it up and tucks it into the bag of holding. Faye wants to pause for a minute and uh, take a minute to reach out to her god. Okay. What do you mean? A bit of a prayer for guidance and a request for a boon of knowledge. If it's possible. Is there anything going on deeper here relating to our current time fight against the bone god? How do you do this? How do you reach out to your god? Do you stop and make like a fit small altar? Do you stay and pray? Like what is Faye doing to call for God? She finds the best shadowy spot she can and adjusts her mask over her face and begins to trace the spiral while putting herself into a meditative state. As you reach out, you start to feel as if you are lost in a void. You can feel the water around you, but you cannot feel any magic. You you cannot pierce this strange veil of magical void that has encompassed you. Something about this place, even though you are still in your time, something about the wit, what this building is made out of, something that is coursing through this place is stopping magic seeing her move to a dark corner and her say hang on a moment guys and she'd recognize a praying to a god right kind of flavor so she would be guarding her mm-hmm. so Faye Kalila would have her back to Faye because she's in a corner so that there's nothing behind her and be watching down the hallways protectively as Faye's eyes come back open and the world around her begins to come back into focus we are going to end this episode here.
Well, 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 me friends. It seems as if this strange psycho has given us a glimpse of his life before his entrapment in the Miranda. A man who served under a strange elven person. A murderer, a hitman, someone who reveled in the fact he was a hunter. He seems to be enjoying his little game with the adventurers though, but it seems as if the adventurers are blinding him. Each time they find a camera, they destroy it. Each trap, they disarm. Each step, bringing them closer to dealing with the psycho himself. Well, me friends, I wonder how this fight will break down. Will the psycho run or stand his ground? With warning of a strange and powerful weapon, the adventurers must play this battle wisely. Well, unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this eve. As always, me friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 